especially if you have influence, yeah. you need to show up for your appointments. Yeah. If you, that is the single uh, simplest indicator of a lack of integrity. And if you are a person of influence that does not have integrity, mm. you need to be dethroned. All right. Great experiences build great leaders. Great leaders build great teams. This is Building Great Sales Teams. All right, guys, welcome back to the Building Great Sales Teams podcast. I've got a special guest with me today, Eric Stopper. He's the Chief Sales Officer and Founder of Profitful. And can you walk us through what Profitful is real quick? Yeah, so we are a lead generation uh, company that specializes in direct-to-consumer, uh, high-ticket sales. We build funnels, and our model is all pay for performance. So we only get paid when we actually get uh, booked appointments on the calendar is typically the, the thing that we get our cheddar. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes we'll do like calls, like direct calls to your team. Um, and our, our specialized niche, at least for right now, the thing that we are crushing it with is uh, testosterone replacement therapy clinics. Oh, nice. And it is just niche and yummy and delicious, man. It's like the best. And they're all like, they've never really been sold to at this at this rate, like I'm hitting them hard, we're, we're coming at them full force. Right. And they like it, they, they like the attention. Uh, but yeah, that's that's profitable in a nutshell, we're a lead generation agency. Okay, on that, and just to go a little bit sideways here, I guess, what do you think about, like, that's called TRT, right? Mm -hmm. So what do you think about that in general? So I have, I have low testosterone, I found okay. out. Um, and naturally, right, like I'm surrounded like, by all these people. I feel like every 30 year, old guy has low testosterone like this is so there so they the, i remember she told me uh there's a there's a range of testosterone and everybody's body is so different wow. and there's a normal range and the normal range is from like it's like 150 to like 800 yeah and that's like the normal range above 800 is way too much below 150 is like you really got to get checked out yeah. and i was at like 206 yeah and she was like listen it's normal range, but it's freaking low. That's yeah. low. Yeah. And so they, you know, they put me on like Clomid. This was, uh, I don't even remember the, the, the company. It was somebody that advertised to me um, on social media and it was all telehealth, med it was all telehealth. So you got sold first. I got sold first and it was actually, I was, it was unrelated. I, the treatment didn't really work for me. Okay. And I didn't feel Tired. I didn't. I wasn't having any trouble losing did you, weight. Did you do the lotion or did you do the shots? Uh, I I took Clomid. It wasn't oh, okay. testosterone. It was oral. Okay. So they told me I had low testosterone, but they were like, "No, you can't. You shouldn't be on it. You're only 30. Mm -hmm. You really want to wait until you're like 40. Right. And like maybe 35, yeah. you can you can get on this stuff. And so I was like, "Great, yeah, let me try this thing out. It didn't really work. My testosterone levels didn't change. The thing that actually changed it the most was." Uh, I, I sit in my yard. Uh, I sit in my. I'm gonna say this on fire. I sit in my yard naked, and you and you sun. You sun yourself. No, I'm serious. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. a real thing. Absolutely. You sun your, you sun your nethers, man, and it increases your test testosterone by like three x. I have not heard this yet. The second thing that we did. I, I have heard that. <laughs> really? Yes. Okay. So the so the second thing is uh, you you Wim Hof breathe. Okay. Doing Wim Hof breathing and I ice baths. That 100. Okay. That makes sense. Something about the something about the reflex of your body, the way that you're flexing your muscles, it gets your body to produce more natural testosterone. Okay. And then uh, and then third was just lift heavy in the morning. Yeah. That's what everybody says. Is just just pick up heavy weight and you'll naturally have better testosterone. I uh, I did the uh, so I worked with uh, who did I work with on this? Is Jacob Jacob Stoller. That's a um, familiar name to me. Yeah, uh, I think you may have talked with Tom about him. Yeah. And, uh, um, what's his name? Dr. Genesis Alex, so, Dr. Alex, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so I think it was one of uh, Jacob's clinics, and I was at like 635. Okay. You know, and so. That's great. Yeah, I was obviously at a, at a healthy spot, but, you know, I get around these guys in Apex and stuff like that, which is a mastermind that I'm in and they're all jacked and juicy and freaking ripped, you know? And I'm like, well, I need to be there too, you know? 
And so, uh, but I didn't want to take the shots or anything. I thought it was too much. So I, I did the lotion, yeah. topical, you know. And after a while, I, it just it just got to me mentally. You know, in, in my mind, it's like, all right, you know, steroids, testosterone, you know, maybe not natural supplements, but prescriptions in general, anything that like modifies my body to perform better, in my mind, I'm like, I need to do that like mm. naturally, you know? Or else I'll be stuck to this thing for the rest of my life if I, I want to perform that. I think the jump in in lifestyle and the way that you feel mm -hmm. uh, will overcome that. Because if you're at 635, you're feeling pretty good. You're not yeah. like, you're not slow, you're not yeah. losing weight or anything. But if you're like, if you're like 50, and your kids hate you and you're fat and you're like can't get the motivation to work or do anything right and then you get on testosterone yeah or you're doing the injectables or whatever and you're like oh my you all of a sudden like you start to lose weight yeah they're they just can't get enough of it and so guys you know in our age range don't, don't we probably don't really need to be on it that much right yeah. you want to I, I would wait as long as possible um but you're, and you're you're doing jujitsu you're lifting you know what i mean like i would this, imagine you do some events and stuff like yeah that. yeah and so as this long is, as you maintain that lifestyle i would imagine you know until like you know i break i break a bone or something yeah. and then i'm like in bed for like six months i see what you're saying and then like i get a little, a little i gain a little weight i don't i'm not working yeah. out as much I, I don't have my good habits anything could throw it off but mm -hmm. um it's 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 about that feeling man if you're just not feeling the yeah. that strength and vigor in your life that's that's where you would want to get okay. it so back on the marketing side you've sold uh eight figures worth of marketing services yeah you've worked with over 2600 brands mm -hmm. And you've worked with Tony Robbins, Rob Deerdick, and Shaq. That's literally like, Rob Deerdick and Shaq are two of my like dream freaking. I, I, I want to be super clear about these three people. Uh -huh. I have worked with their companies. Right, right. Okay. Right? And because they're like, they're yeah. on t they're on TV, <laughs> dude, crushing it, doing yeah. their own market. Like they've got their own, they got their own posse. They've they, got, they got their own system. Support that product. Yeah, so uh, Tony Robbins has a has a TRT company called Life Force. Okay. They do uh, they do telemedicine, so they'll ship mm -hmm. it to your door and, yeah. and all that. Really, really solid company, man. These guys uh, are 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 top notch. Yeah. Uh, Steve and Joel over there. And then Rob Dyrdek's company is a is a brand called Mind Mind Right. Okay. And he's got a bunch of them. He's got like seven or eight brands that are all under him. And some of them are clothing, some of them are supplements. And MindRide is like a nootropic bar. Okay. And they said we we sold it on Amazon for them. It's got like 4.2 stars. It's decent. It's it's got a bunch of really good stuff in it, so it's mm -hmm. not the most delicious thing in the world, but it's good. And then and then Shaq. Nothing that's good for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Shaq, um, that was a big deal that actually never really like got to its full potential. Okay. I was working with their team exhaustively and if you ever work with Shaq you'll learn that his team basically gets him to pay nothing because they're like it's Shaq right give it to us you're like you're it's an honor for you to work with us wow like you're lucky to have this opportunity well hell yeah you better name drop him right now <laughs> so well so yeah, right 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 yeah, exactly. so part of the so part of the approach and I think one of the reasons why like it didn't bloom to the deal that it could have was that I was like no yeah. I have a business to run. Like, yeah. I'm not doing anything for free. And they wanted us to, because uh, he's associated with uh, print, printers. He's got, yeah. he, I think it's, uh, I don't want to misquote it, Epson or, or Canon, one of the big okay. ones. Yeah. And then, uh, and he's got like, and he's got like uh, Krispy Kreme, and he's got a whole list of brands that he's associated with. So they wanted to build a celebrity store for him on Amazon. Mm -hmm. And they had deprecated the, the program at that point. Yeah. So we were like in talking with Amazon, working yeah. with like their C-level executives, trying to get Shaq his celebrity store. Right. And then they were like, well, we're not gonna, we're not gonna pay you for any of these efforts. And we were like, great, we're not gonna do anything. Yeah. And uh, they, re they reached out a couple of times after that. But yeah, I had the opportunity to work with them uh, for like six months trying to make this deal happen. So my whole thing is like, you do something for an influencer, well, they're supposed to influence. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just, I mean, you could, like, Shaq's at that level, you could say, hey, I work with Shaq, and that would create all kinds of credibility, yeah. as long as you could use his name. But I would imagine you couldn't even use his name. If Yeah, I think like, under like under contract, in, they have a lot of confidentiality stuff. Or you know, in advertising. They told me that we had to approve anything that would come out, and okay. so I think they were open to you using okay. it. Okay. Um, 
But yeah, and a lot of these guys, like they let their their chief marketing officer, their chief sales officer, their CEO, like kind of work these deals for them. They yeah, trust like them. Right. Yeah. So, so like the deal with Rob Deerdick was great because the guy that I was working with was like, I just need a really good team who can yeah. do these specific things, and he was totally honest and and yeah. awesome. Uh, same thing with uh, with with Life Force. So now, like, we get to say, hey, can you have Tony Robbins go and record this video for us? Yeah. And they're like, 100%. Yeah. Give us a week. And he's like, you know, the guy just pumps content. Like, you wouldn't Dude. believe. Yeah. At this point, I believe that there's an AI of Tony Robbins out there. He's, <laughs> he's long since passed, you know yeah. what I mean? He's, they've just duplicated him in the metaverse. I mean, that's a, that's a good point. I never even thought about that. Like, Bro, if I was like, a big influencer, it wouldn't take much. Well... And also think like if we can create personas with ChatGPT, then then why can't we create why can't we create these influencer personas? Because the whole deal with an influencer brand is like it's all you. Yeah. If you go away, then that business is gone. So it's it's recently, uh, not yesterday, but the day before, I talked with uh, this guy named Doctor Life. Okay. So Dr. Life has an executive health program where is he that gets his real name? That's his name. His name is Jeffrey Life. He's got this name that's carried on. It's like nine generations. That'd be my name being like Doug Sales. So everybody asks him, <laughs> is that your is that your real name or did yeah. you change it? And he's like, Yeah, I just I got it from I got it from my pappy. So uh, so Jeff uh, Jeffrey Life, Dr. Life, he is uh, eighty five and he is ripped out of his mind. Okay. He's got a bunch of pictures all over his website. Go check him out. So he has this executive health program where he'll like, you know, he'll get with someone who's dissatisfied with their life. He'll get them on TRT. Yeah. He'll get them on supplements. He'll get them on a regimen. He'll get them on like a mindset thing. It's like, yeah. it's like coaching plus medical stuff. Yeah. And uh, I was talking to his wife, who's his assistant, and a wonderful lady named Georgia. And uh, I, I was like, well, so is anybody going to, I mean, the guy's 85. Like, I don't want to, I don't, I don't yeah, want to talk yeah. too much about the elephant in the room, but like, yeah. what's going to happen to the business? Does he have sons? Does he have a protege? Yeah. So yeah, he's got a, he's got one son, uh, and he's a doctor, but he's not much of a business person yet. Okay. And we're trying to groom him into that, but like, we need a system. And I was like, that's what I do. Yeah. Like, how can we create this persona of Doctor Life and continue on the business and leave it as a legacy for your kids and your grandkids and and you know the employees that work for you. Like Dr. Life is the brand, it, it becomes the brand versus the person. Exactly yeah. right. So right now it's the person, he, and he's still doing all the doctoring. He hasn't yeah. hired other doctors to like yeah. carry it on. Well, so that's he's, how you know he's got true passion for it. Right, he's really, he's really hands-on. The moment, we don't want him to stop, because yeah. the moment that he stops doing it, game yeah. over, yeah. right? He's, he's collecting his chips, he's, he's, he's uh, going right. past home. So uh, somebody like that, you know, let's let's get you in front of the camera let's get you on audio tell me your whole life yeah. tell me everything that you can think of mm -hmm. and let's package that sucker into an AI and make you live forever and anybody can come and commune with you you know at the altar of, of the oculus it's it's happening it's here there, yeah, were, yeah. there was a there was a woman uh, who replicated herself in AI and you can uh, and you can just talk with her anytime that you want and it's just this just like a normal 25 year old girl. It's gonna and it, be a couple of years and people are gonna be charging for one hour with Tony Robbins. Yeah. AI. Yeah. Like, I'd pay for I'd it. Pay for it. I'd, I'd pay, pay for, for it. it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> all of his collective knowledge, all of his readings, yeah. all of his stuff packaged into it. I mean, well, and he's written so many, like, if you've written books, all right, like, that is a ton you can't of do. You can't use any of the ghost written books, though, right? Those are off the table. It's gotta be his own hand to really oh, be him. Oh, I'm sure he has. <laughs> I mean, you think about the amount of content that he's yeah. pumping out. The, the team's just gonna be like, hey, we need, to, we need this topic, right? Can yeah. you weigh in, give a couple of key points, and then someone's gonna write a book about it, you know, fill in the gaps. But uh, yeah, we're, we're, not, we're not many days hence from that. Hopefully, uh, the next, the thing that I would like to do and I know that people are working on this right now. I've seen uh, I've seen it at Gong and I've seen it at uh, uh, Wingman. What are those? They're they're recording software, so they come on the call. Okay. Right, they were with the rise of Zoom during oh, yeah. during yeah. Uh, COVID. Yeah, yeah, sure. Fireflies is a bunch of them. So those guys, they only need to record a couple hours of your voice in order to create a AI persona of you. Mm -hmm. And so I want to get to the point where like, I don't have to sell anymore. Yeah. And I just, you don't know, right? Like yeah. here I am, here's my AI talking to you. Yeah. 
And sales is a process of overcoming objections and making your pitch. Right. And so if you have all the FAQs built in there, dude, like your AI can't fail. You've got them loaded in. The quality of your video doesn't have to be good. You know, I'm on calls with people, I'm like, <laughs> you know, you can be AI, right? Like, there's like buffering, you know? Yeah. And like, oh, you're, something's wrong with the server that you're hosting on. Absolutely. But that's where we're going, yeah. you know? And, and I'm, I embrace it, you know, bring it on. Yeah. The next step after that is like, we're not gonna need to sell. There's, we're gonna figure out the, the, the mechanism of distribution of all wealth, we'll, we'll, we'll nail that. The, we've, we've got the logistics web figured out. Now it's like, okay, how do we make sure that everybody has what they need? Non-communistic, right? Some sort of neo-socialist, AI-driven world. And we're, I mean, we could be like five, maybe 10 years away from that where we don't need salespeople anymore. You don't need to be sold, it's just available to everything. So, I don't know the science behind this, right? Um, but I had uh, Chris Bell. So Chris Bell has a software that uses AI technology to evaluate your B2B sales pitches, mm. right? And so this, this technology basically, over time and over obviously reporting and, and monitoring all the sales pitches using the software slash CRM slash marketing system, um, every pitch is done through there, mm. right? So it analyzes the pitches, you know, it knows who closed the deal before they got off the call. And so it basically becomes a, you know, sales guru for your product, your service, your people, and then it, it gives them feedback after every call. Yeah. So it's a sales trainer. Right. right? And um, I asked him that question. I said, with the rise of AI, with technologies that we have in place. Are salespeople gonna get replaced? Right, are salespeople going to get replaced? And this is what he said to me. He said, the human voice, right? The human voice, oh, man, and I'm gonna screw up the numbers, right? So he, he did, uh, he referenced an, an, a study done by the FBI in uh, collaboration with Harvard, right? And the study was uh, how many bits of information are in the human voice, yeah. and it was something like seven thousand per seven sec. Or no, no, it was like per second. Like yeah, seven thousand bits of information per second. Now, when you look at like a text or an email or something like that, it's only eighty-four. No, no, it's seven per character. Mm. So when you think about, it, oh, that's what it was. In order to sell someone, or in order for someone to know, like, and trust you, right, you have seven seconds to make that happen. Well, a human can make that happen so much faster than mm. a line of text, an email, whatever the case is, right? And so my question at this point would be like, hey, we're gonna replace them with AI, which contains a human voice, right? right? Right. But is it a is it, does it contain the same amount of information that a human voice is because it's computer generated? Right. Is it human enough? Is kind of the question. Yeah. Right. I think uh, I think that that curve is we're right there. Yeah. Uh, you, there's a there's this there's this company on YouTube uh, V R Y O V Y B O. Um, they do 15 minute like annotated walkthrough summaries of popular self-mastery books. Okay. So the one that I listen to every single morning is the Science of Getting Rich Summary okay. by Wallace Waddles. I um, that every single morning. Every single morning. I've done it for 114 days. Um, and then the other one that I listen to when I take a longer walk is the Psycho-Cybernetics one. What do you, what do you, using to, tr to track that? Is it just Audible, like a... I have Audible and I have YouTube. YouTube is the, where those 15 minute videos are, are, oh, I are done. So I just listen to it on my thing, I got YouTube like Premium. The, the Streets app or something? No. No, you just, how do you know it's 114? Oh, I just, know, I just know that I started on... Uh, on The date? The date, yeah, and I'm just and tracking it. You just did it. that in your head? Yeah, and I've, yeah okay. I, well I keep track of it. So I have, <laughs> I, have a, I, have a, I have a mentor who told me read or listen to this book every day okay. and you will be rich. And what happened was I, I started to like, I, so I started to read this book and the premise of the book is number one, um, it follows the monistic theory of the universe. And a lot of people believe that Jesus was a monist, they believe that Muhammad was a monist, that their description of God, Allah, what right? A monist? a monist is somebody who believes that all is one and one is all. There is no difference between you and I. Okay. Um, there's a scene in Avatar The Last Airbender when they're in the swamp 
and they're talking with this guru guy and he's walking them through this theory of monism where like literally the, the, the table and the drinks in front of us and the air and the universe and just everything in existence is really just one thing. And these, these thinking forms get created, these, these humans, these squirrels, even these plants, right? They, they have the ability to interact and perceive the universe, mm -hmm. but they're just extensions of the universe, interacting and, and experiencing itself. Multiple consciousness, but the same entity. Exactly right. So it's very Hindu, very mm -hmm. Buddhist, but it's... It, I'd argue it's biblical. Jesus... Thou who has seen the Father has seen me, mm -hmm. right? The kingdom of God is within man, right? Very obvious. And you know, you think, here's this guy who was in, who was in Israel, right, 2,000 years ago, yeah. speaking poet, poetry in a different language that's been translated twice. Like, yeah. we got it all wrong. I think he was just a homie doing yoga and like teaching people how to walk on water. I think he figured that out. I think he figured out that once, you, once you're able to interact with the world as if it is just one, that you can influence matter in a, in a very profound way. So, so anyways, the, the science of getting rich uh, pushes this theory of the universe. And they say, number one, uh, human life, the fullest expression of human life in 2023 and in 1918, whenever this book was written, um, can only be achieved if you have lots of money. And not just like, you know, wealthy in life and, you know, you love your family and you do the things that you love. No, it's you have the ability to go and get, you know, the best steak of your life. Yeah. You can you can fly to Thailand. You can fly anywhere that you want. Yeah. You can experience anything. You can go anywhere. You can only do that when you have a lot of money. Right. So it said the, the way that you are able to achieve that right is by getting rich as fast as possible and the universe God this one mind wants that it wants you to experience everything that there is your life is unique and you get to go and experience it so hearing that every single morning yeah. and what they what they tell you to do in the book is to act in a certain way and the certain way is defined as you you think about the thing that you want you really define it you imagine it all day and you imagine that it's already real uh, there's a lot of study in psychocybernetics where they talk about like, uh, like the, the famous uh, shooting the basketball. Yeah. So they had the control group that didn't do anything. They shot the basket at the beginning of the study and the end of the study, and there was no change. They had one group that actually shot the basketball for 20, 20 minutes a day. They did a test before and after the study. They, the people who shot the basketball for 20 minutes improved by 24%. Then they had another group that just imagined shooting a basketball for 20 minutes a day and they improved by 23%. Wow. So it's like, whoa, hold on a second. Like the, the power of the imagination is capable of improving your golf swing, improving your sales, right? You can sit there and you, and the Maxwell Maltz talks about doing role plays as a salesperson, especially if you just dig in and you take 30 minutes a day and you just like, sit with a human silly and you're just like hey mr customer right like and you're going through all their objections then you'll be a better salesperson 100 yeah, percent. door to door you don't got to convince me that's <laughs> all we did every day <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's only like a the, the reason door to door is so great is there's only a handful of objections that somebody can yeah. give you so if you have a plan for each of them like yeah. easy peasy uh the the online thing makes it a little bit more complicated but anyway so i listen to this book every single morning uh on my walk with my dog and it has changed my life I act differently now. My, there's more money in my bank account. There's more cash flow in my life. There's more opportunities all around me. There's richer, more abundant, cool people that I've been able to interact with yeah. simply because I've, I've been listening to and practicing the things in this little tiny book, this little yeah. book wrote in the you know, turn of the century. So I don't remember what we were talking about to, to get on that <laughs> subject, but 114 times, yeah. science of getting rich, yeah. really, really good. No. Uh Obviously, it's had a huge impact. I've, I've, I've been recommended that book probably 20 times, so I need to at least read the damn summary at minimum. So yeah, let's go listen to it. It's good. Going back, you know, and this has been a really fun conversation so far, but going back to your business, what are the, the pain points that your business, your business solves for? And it's just high-ticket sales mainly? So it's... We'll take anybody that has high-ticket... Uh, high margin and, a, and they need a salesperson or somebody who is 
familiar enough with the product that they can get somebody to sign up for it, whatever mm -hmm. it is. So the, the best examples are coaching, yeah. like executive coaching, consulting, life mm -hmm. coaching, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and that's gotten so huge. I mean, there's just so many life coaches and stuff out there. It's replaced a lot of the therapy uh, settings. I, okay, let me ask you that since you have experience with life coaches. And, and I, and I w was thinking about asking uh, Jocelyn this yesterday, but I didn't want to insult her either. You know what I mean? Is she a life coach? Well, we love you, Jocelyn. She's a transformation coach, <clears throat> and I'm trying to get her to to, to, to change that to performance coach. What's she, it? Yeah. She, well, what's transformation she mean? She's specific to uh, business leader and male business leaders, basically. You know, and so it's fitness, it's um, nutrition. Uh, what did she? What were the other two? I can't remember. But anyways, at what point is an individual like ethically crossing the line? with the psychology piece of it, you know, the mindset I think, piece of I, it. I think pretty, like five minutes into the conversation, they're probably crossing the line, yeah. Because right? if, if I give you a recommendation on how to live your life or how to think about something or how to deal with stress, yeah. which happens in every life coaching situation, yeah. um, that's really like a, that's a therapist. Right. So, you know, tomato, tomato, it's... But I would much rather have, in, in, in I don't know Tony Robbins' credentials, but I'd much rather have a conversation with him than a certified therapist. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, I think that the therapist, if they're like Gottman trained, are you familiar with Gottman? No. Oh man, Gottman is the GOAT. So, so Gottman wrote a bunch of books about couples counseling and he found out all these things about how, how arguments start and you know, like resentment. If, if you have resentment in a relationship, mm -hmm. it crumbles. Yeah. And you can target resentment. And he was able, and this is the, the stat, 96% of all of the situations that he was given, he was able to predict, uh, predict their divorce rate within 10 years. Okay. 96% accurate, the guy knew this stuff. Yeah. So, so if you're trained by the, the Gottman Institute, then I think that you're, and, and, you're, and you're seeking uh, Is that uh, like a secondary uh, training? Uh, you don't need a four-year degree. You don't need a four-year degree. You just okay, you, so uh, typically therapists that's will go through a Gottman certification. Oh, yeah. I got you. Okay. Uh, you can do that as anybody. Nice. You can read the book if you yeah. want to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so if you have that, like, I, if if I were going to somebody to talk about my marriage, right. I wouldn't want to go to Tony Robbins. I would want to go to somebody who's Gottman trained. Okay. Because they they have a framework that they yeah. can that they can walk you through. But the same thing goes for life coaching. Most of the people who do life coaching have some sort of framework that they take you through. Right. Um, so we have some therapists who also do life coaching so that they can do it out of their state, right? Because you can only be a yeah, therapist inside sense. of your state. So they, if, yeah. if somebody comes to them, you know, they're in Florida and they want to you know, work with somebody in Georgia, yeah. they just sign them up for life coaching. It's the yeah. same thing. I had a guest a couple of episodes ago and she is a licensed therapist, but she markets herself as a performance coach, you mm. know? And uh, it's mainly executives, male or female, yeah. you know? And I, I thought that was really cool that, you know, it, in the past I would have been, oh, I'm de degrading myself in a sense because I'm not using my doctorate, mm. you know? Which at, at the same time, it's like, man, what you're doing now is way more marketable. You, you, you ask any doctor though, once they, once they get that PhD, yeah. They love the title. They just—it's oh, a—it's a credential. I use this shit out of it. I oh yeah, it. yeah. And like, anything else that they do in their life, they do as a doctor. So they yeah. don't—you know—they don't care if they're using it or not. I mean, some of them really have like, oh, I must heal. But a lot of them just—you know—they're an expression of human life. They're a part right. of the all, you know. And yeah. they—and they have needs and 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 desires that are outside of uh, outside of going into a practice every day. Because I mean, I talk with a lot of these doctors, dude, and they burn out. They're doing like, you know, 15 patients a day. I can't imagine. And it's the same thing. Yeah. And they get lied to a lot, I found out. Like, yeah. stop yeah. lying to your doctor, you know what yeah, I mean? To, to, yeah, tell, <laughs> so that's why they're there, help that's them out. That's like going in, having a broken arm and saying, uh, I think my it's leg kind of hurts. Yeah, 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 I have indigestion. <laughs> um, so they, you know, you asked, about, you asked about the pain points in the business. So that's one yeah. of them is like these, the doctors, number one, they don't know anything about marketing. Yeah. And a lot of them think they do. That's a, that's a wonderful thing is they have one thing that's working. They have a referral source or a couple of referral sources that's really solid, but nothing right. that is consistent. They're, ex scalable. they're expecting people to call in 
just by looking it up on, on the internet. Some right. of them have a few Google ads running. And if they don't, that's like minimum standard. I won't even charge them for that. Set up your freaking geo-targeting Google ads, right? Yeah. Like make sure people can find you. Um, but the consistency of the leads is the biggest pain point mm -hmm. for people. It's unpredictable. They don't know how many people are coming in. They don't know how many people they're gonna be closing. They don't know how much prescriptions to order. They don't know how many people to have on staff. Right. They don't even know how many days a week to be open. Like I talked to some, they're only open for three days a week. It's like, man, let's, you're paying the rent. Like, let's open yeah. that sucker up. Yeah. Be open on Saturday if you need to. So They're used to that um, like therapist lifestyle. And, yeah. and I've seen it from other therapists yeah. too. Like when me, when me and my wife first separated, it was, it was like three days a week. Yeah. You know, he's making a hundred grand a year. And I'm like, dude, you could literally, you know, at least add 40, 50% and work an extra <laughs> It's like, are we done with the therapy session? I need to talk to you about yeah, your like business. <laughs> um, th so that's- a terrible therapist, by the way. Bummer. Yeah. Yeah, and you got you got to find a good one, and yeah. it's it's got it can't be your own therapist either that does your couples your couples counseling. Oh, yeah. and make sure that they're Gottman. Make sure they got Gottman because otherwise they're they're rubbish. Make they're sure not, they got got. Yeah, they got got. They got that got man. Um, so that's the main pain point. Uh huh. Um, Meta is also a moving target. We do most of our advertising on Meta. Okay. And. I mean, never underestimate Mark Zuckerberg, of course, right? His tools will always reign supreme, I think. Especially now he's like a jujitsu guy. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> um, but he, uh, that, so the team at Meta, they make, they, like it sucked for like a year. Yeah. And so what happened was uh, in our business, I had a buddy that uh, I referred some business to him. I had a guy that asked me, hey, do you do, do, do you know anybody that does Meta ads for this specific offer? Mm. I was like, yeah, let me set you up with my homie. So I didn't hear from them for a year, and then he comes to me with a case study where he made these guys $5 million with 66K in ad spend. Sheesh. And he was like, bro, please quit whatever you're doing and come and sell for me. I can't sell, I don't know how to sell, yeah. I, and I need you to come and do this. But he still pulled off $5 million off 66K, doesn't know how to sell. Well, his, his sell, his, it was his funnel that did it. Okay. It wasn't his, they, they his, the, the client closed yeah. the, the, the money and realized the money. Mm -hmm. He just set up the system that allowed them to do it. So he started the business. I said, yes, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And, uh, and then like four months in, we were, we were taking anybody and everybody that had a high ticket offer. We were taking coaches. We were taking like uh, publishers, book what, publishers. What is high ticket? I've heard different things. Uh, typically like 3k and up is enough a life like a initial payment of 3k but 3K, oh, high, most people call a high ticket like 20k that's like high high ticket so I guess or just just realized upfront. revenue okay. lifetime value yeah oh, usually lifetime. you yeah. I mean usually it's gonna be if, if I'm a high ticket like life coach it's gonna be like a one-time payment or like a six-month thing and I'm right. gonna realize all that revenue we're looking for people who like have an average lifetime value of three to five K mm -hmm. and TRT is great because you get somebody on TRT yeah, they're yeah. never going to get off of yeah, it if it makes them feel better companies but yeah yeah but if you keep you know basic customer service to keep right. them happy you're good to go yeah. uh, but so we were taking everybody we have uh, so you mentioned transformational coach the, the person who yeah. came on last yeah uh, I have a guy who does DMT retreats Remind me what D, we talked about this last time. Yeah, DMT stands for dimethyltryptamine. The company's called Uncover Greatness, it's uncovergreatness.com. Um, and you go to Mexico and you uh, smoke a little DMT powder okay. and you hallucinate pretty, like, pretty violently for like 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden it's over and you're done and it's like, and you feel great and like your whole life has changed. And they have therapy and they have yoga and they have massages that are a part of the whole experience. Yeah. And then they have coaching afterwards. So that type of offer is like 10K. So you sell, you know. For one experience? Yeah, we bring the lead in. It's a 10K, six day experience. And oh, six day. the person never, never forgets it. It's the cornerstone of their life. And so he targets specifically executives and entrepreneurs and you know people who have made their first couple million. And, and a lot of this is just expanding their, you know, you can go to a conference, you can go to a retreat or something like that and expand your mind a little bit. But this is like a, a, a scientific expansion almost. Right? It's also, it's a cheat code. It's a cheat code. You give me any yoga retreat, mm -hmm. any vacation rental retreat, any right. sailboating across the ocean, mm -hmm. and it won't compare. It's the best thing you'll ever do. 
Like, especially so if you feel drugs stuck. Drugs is the answer. Drugs is the answer, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't want to brand it as that, but like, yeah, yeah. they call it the God. Because well, there's a negative connotation to the word drug. They, they, they call it the God molecule because it really is just this thing that, they, they, they talk about like, your brain is like a, is like a, a snow-covered hilltop. Okay. Everybody goes to the top of the hill, it's got these grooves from people sliding down it, right? And, and when it gets real icy and packed, right, you got those neural pathways that no matter how hard you try, you're going to go into them. Mm -hmm. the, the DMT shakes the snow globe, so to speak, and makes all the snow go in the air and resettle back down, and you can make all new neural pathways. So like, I like that concept. So that type of business is great for us. Because doing it manually, I guess you could say, manually. you know what I mean, is what yeah. you know most of us do. Right, and you it's shovel like we and develop these disciplines and like basically square peg, round hole. Eventually, you get it in there. You focus on one. Yeah, and then you rut, that in. and you just shovel, 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 fluff it up, right, and then you can and then you can make it how you want. But this yeah. one just takes it all, and you're just a new person. And there's a bunch of different ways to do that, but that's that's a that's like a typical business model that would be good. So like four months in, we were doing all these other businesses, and uh, like we we had this this life coach named uh, Sherilyn Castleman, okay. and she is the freaking bomb. Sherilyn accidentally became like this super awesome consultant and influ influencer on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. So now LinkedIn sends out all of her stuff on their own blog and like she's 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 the, the she's, she's the goat dude like crazy so uh so she, her mission is to bring her message of like having a seat at the table of your dreams to a million black and brown women by 2030 that's her mission okay so we started working with her and uh she started at the very top she was only targeting black and brown females in sa positions of sales leadership okay which is a super small yeah it's a it's it is a uh, it is a disappointingly small portion of the population. So let me understand this: if a client comes to her and they're they're not white that. or Asian or something like that, I mean, does Asian she'll brown? she'll coach them? <laughs> uh, probably just yeah, minorities. minorities I mean, she's, okay. yeah. Um, she won't accept them. She'll talk with them for sure. Gotcha. Yeah, she's she's not like. She's not uh, closed off to like people reverse, because because of race. Yeah, no, no, no. She's she's cool. So like here I am, this yeah. this white salesperson talking yeah. to her about this, and I've got a brown female as a as my wife, yeah. right? And so I'm stoked on this. I'm like, yeah. yo, like I want you to talk with my wife and like help yeah. her have a seat at the table of her dreams. Like yeah. help her help her see what you see. Um, so the thesis was really great for me and all my all my white partners, right? We're, <laughs> we were all excited. We, yeah. And it turns out that all of us have women of color yeah. as our spouses, yeah. it's wild. Um, so we started working with her and then and the targeting on that was really difficult for Meta. It was the wrong target. She needs a LinkedIn group. So we, you know, in, in realizing this client, we got her a couple leads, it was all good and paid for yeah. performance. So yeah. like, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. So then we decided like, we're gonna go all in on health clinics. Mm -hmm. Because that's the thing that we know the best. It's the thing that's crushing it. Yeah. And uh, and it's been great. Yeah. Ever since been then. Down into that. It's, we've been crushing it. So, I would imagine that you guys are getting referrals now. You know what I mean. You're not having to necessarily advertise your offer, right? Yeah. We don't. So, um, what do you? You know, some people are doing this like direct messaging deal. Mm. And, and I probably get like six or seven a month. You know, and then when emails go, or text messages, uh, direct messages on Facebook. Yeah. And when I go into the, um, I forgot what folder it is. It's like they kind of filter them out for you. Yeah. That aren't your like non-priority, primary yeah. general, that type of thing. Right. Yeah. And so, and then I get a bunch more there, you know, so you guys aren't having to do anything like that because nah. of your case studies. No, nah, we have a, I mean, we have a chat bot that will mm -hmm. go in. It's like mini chat and it okay. will talk to people on Facebook, but it's not, it's not effective. It's, a, it, it's effective for the clients that mm -hmm. we have. So they have a chat bot, automated SMS and email, and that hits the person up if they don't show up for their appointment, let's right, say. Right, right, right. Because first of all, screw that person. If you book time with anybody ever on an appointment, I'm looking at you, anybody, show up to the appointment. Like that's time on my calendar. Please do not screw me in my business. So I have a story about that. And you know, I've kind of gone back and forth on this concept, right? And so, let me ask you this, if that person is of influence, and more and more influence, do you accept that? Oh, absolutely not. Okay. No, screw that. If, uh, especially if you have influence, yeah. you need to show up for your appointments. Yeah. 
if you that is the single uh, simplest indicator of a lack of integrity and if you are a person of influence that does not have integrity mm. you need to be dethroned all right let me walk you through this. Please, what happened? Are we gonna are we gonna talk shit about somebody that no, didn't show no, up? No, not at all. Like if anything, I'm I'm like protecting him a little bit. Yeah. So, you know who uh, Andy Elliott is? Yeah. Okay. Um, his VP, Sean okay. Pollard, right? And so, we've been conversing in the comments. You know, we're both in Apex, and we just been aligning on everything. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we were gonna have a conversation about him outsourcing. Not outsourcing, but like referring me to some of his clients. So we had a call scheduled, all the thing. I have, you know, I have all my stuff set up properly, so everybody gets reminders and all that, right? Yeah. Um. So, like ten minutes before our call, one of his guys has a Lamborghini delivered, and he's just like through the distracted. Know it was happening. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so like he's over there. They're they're all outside. They're having a good time and everything. Let me finish. And so I get on. And I don't know any of this, right? Yeah. It's like three minutes past, and I'm like, hey, Sean, are we still on? You know? And I usually give people that courtesy, right? And uh, so nothing's happening. I'm about seven minutes in, and you know what? I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to pitch his note taker. Mm. Get a no his note taker showed up to the call. Mm. It was Firefly, mm -hmm. right? And uh, I was like, okay, I'm going to pitch his note taker. You know what I mean? I don't want to do this again. Right. You know what I mean? And so I pitched the note taker. I told them about all of our services, everything that That's we funny. do. They can white label, you know what I'm saying? And we can handle the fulfillment for them, yeah. you know? And uh, he posts a message in the Apex group, like, fucking Doug is the goat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He pitched whatever, my Whatever taker. it takes. So, yeah. so my, thoughts, my thoughts on that are... I mean... There's more? Yeah, there's oh more. Oh, my goodness. So, I had a call with one of his sales reps that afternoon. Just coincidence, right? And, I, and I'm pretty sure his sales rep got on the call to pitch me, right? And... Um, so we had a conversation, we talked about white label and all the things that we could do. And then I get a voice memo yesterday, like, hey, we want you to come on our podcast. Mm. We want you to talk about everything you're doing in the sales game. Cause they're really sales training heavy. Yeah. They have amazing content on sales training. Like they, they blow Cardona out of the water mm. in my mind. But anyways, uh, like, hey, we want you to come on our um, uh, Elliot Group podcast, right? And then uh, we're going to talk business afterwards about you white labeling all this stuff for the Elliot group. Good. You know what I'm saying? And it was all because and of that. This dude's doing 50 million views a month on YouTube. They're going to put that they're going to promote that on his YouTube. So my little rant about showing up to your appointment yeah. comes with a caveat. Yeah. Right. Integrity is a two way street. And right. I think that if I if you were to get mad at him for not showing up. Yeah it would have yielded the exact opposite result. So right. you acted with integrity mm -hmm. in a situation that, you know, you expect them to offer you the same courtesy. Yeah. Understanding, of course, that like things happen, well, you know? And, you know, for me, it was like, it wasn't necessarily like, like Sean's, you know, influential. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. obviously Elliot's the man, right? Right. Um, it was more me knowing Sean and having followed him for a while. Yeah. And us having those conversations and stuff. Was, I knew if he missed, there's he something going a baby, on. Maybe you know right, right. There's a freaking yeah, train and like you something. know going through his house. And so <laughs> I assumed as much because I had some influence from him prior. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's why. But if it's somebody I don't know at all, I'm gonna this, assume they're an asshole. <laughs> well, <laughs> so 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 this is one of the games that we play in with our clients right yeah. is show up rates is just understanding show rates, sh yeah. yeah when people show and why uh -huh. they don't show and if they don't show and all, you know what to do and what that I means love that shit. i love data so we're shooting 50 60 percent show rate that's that's what we want yeah. because if it's below that you're like Ugh. and if it's if it's above that you're super happy you yeah, know what that, i mean that's like a big kpi on y'all's performance right because you're the one setting the and it is almost completely out of our control except for the setup. Right. If I have my client say in a video, if you don't show up for your appointment, like you hate my team, you know, something really intense and you make sure that they watch it before they can even take an action. Listen, you're gonna book some time with my team. That's mm -hmm. your next step. Yeah. And if you are not actually available for your time, you realize that you're wasting my team's time and you yeah. don't have any respect for my business. So you're setting the yeah. precedent. And then the confirmation has like, same you know, say it's a, you echo the whole thing all the way through, and that you know you usually does the trick. Have like 20 30 percent show rates, if not for that yep. piece that you put in. You that's know, huge. The, I, I hope everybody listening got that. 
you know what I'm saying, setting that precedent, communicating it before, and basically saying, hey, you're gonna hurt my feelings if you don't show up. You're gonna hurt my feelings. That's a way to do it. That's, that's one way to do it. Yeah. The, the, the most tried and true way to get somebody to show up for that appointment, if, if you're booking them cold off of a meta campaign, is to make them pay for it. Yeah. Here's a deposit. It's refundable. Yeah. If you don't want to work with us, great. We'll yeah. give you the $50 back. But here's yeah. give us $50 to even book this call and they'll, they'll show up. It goes to like 80% after that. I'm doing that for one of my, my clients right now. It's like, you know, he normally does a discovery. He, he does a Figma map. Mm. The whole deal before he even gets a dollar. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. I'm like, dude. Like, and he has a high conversion rate because of this because it creates that law of reciprocity like you just did all this work I see the work that you did but the but the uh, the cumulative conversion yeah. rate is super low right yeah. from new deal to closed one is probably like five percent mm -hmm. but like contract sent to closed one is probably like 80 90 percent right. yeah yeah so it's a give and take you got to run the math for yourself and see like how it works I'm sure yeah. I'm sure it's fine and, and everybody has these like these things that they'll They'll die on a hill on, but at the end of the day, if you haven't done the research and the data to back up what you're saying, it's not universal. It's yeah. not universal law. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, tell me about what you guys have going on right now, and I have no doubt that anybody that has a high ticket offer and is listening to this is going to be very interested. Uh, what, is, what do you all have going on right now at Profitable? So... I'm I'm heading up the sales. Okay. Like my whole my whole thing is building the sales team. Mm -hmm. uh, and as far as like fulfillment goes, the 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 process like the the evolution that we're going through in a business is is making sure that the customer understands um, what they're paying for and what the lifetime. But it's a constant reminder, right? So yeah. really, the stage of the evolution, the stage of business that we're in right now is making sure that people pay their bills this is kind of part of it right yeah but also clearly articulating the value mm -hmm. in a way that somebody who only has 30 seconds to process the information that you're giving them and is going to forget 90 percent of what you're saying yeah is able to then take that and give you money for it yeah so you know the deal is closed but then like we're billing weekly for on a performance basis yeah and so if they don't pay their bills, it's really super risky for us. Right. So we're in the process of optimizing that, the, the conversation, the ubiquity of the conversation through the entire sales process, through fulfillment, through onboarding, and making it so that our fulfillment team spends more time fulfilling and less time collecting payment. Yeah. Um, as far as things that are going on, uh, I've, closed some, I've closed some big, juicy, life-changing deals, right? Praise be to freaking God, if you want to give it there, praise be to me, man. Like, God damn, I worked hard to get it. And yeah. through, through much travail, uh, through, you know, my wife supporting me and, and, and working all this. Mm -hmm. uh, but we got big deals on the horizon. We got big deals in already closed, right? So it's, it's getting those up and running. Um, right now, for me, it's partnerships. So there's, uh, there's like compounding pharmacies that provide the actual prescriptions to these guys. Uh they work with thousands of, of centers, right? I want to get in with all those centers. Right. There's video production agencies that work on the, on, on the, the, you know, the, the ad content, yeah. yeah, for these guys. The, the website content, explaining their offer, doing infographics yeah. and stuff like that. They got like 5,000 people in their pipeline. So it's yeah. nailing down the, the nurture of those partnerships and getting those people to connect the dots. Oh, if I send an email to a thousand of these people right. and Eric goes and closes 500 of them, well then that means that 500 of my clients, right, who I sell pharmaceuticals to, right. are gonna triple the volume of pharmaceuticals that I'm doing with them. Mm -hmm. So my game right now is all partnerships. I've got the cold outreach nailed yeah. for clinics. I use Seamless AI, big shout out to Seamless AI. Um, and I use LinkedIn and I use email and I've, I've, I've all but mastered, right? I'm, I'm like right on the cusp of being almost like 10 out of 10 on my, on my cold outreach. Now it's okay. just like increasing the volume of, of warm referrals to, to increase our business. So that's what's happening right now. Awesome, and you have uh, you have an offer going on right now too, right? Yeah. So if you if you come for, if you come from the show and you come to the website and you click the big red button uh, to to talk with us, me and I, I got another salesperson as well. 
um, then we normally charge $25 per booked appointment. That's our standard price, but we'll give you $15 if they come through your podcast. So if they hear this and they're like, yes, I need leads and I only want to pay on a performance basis, uh, we'll do it for 15 bucks per booked appointment. Love it. Understanding, of course, that half of them might not show up <laughs> and realizing that you're paying $30 for a show. Right. You know what I mean? Which yeah. anybody would take that if their ticket is over 3K. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's that's where that's the offer. And, and notice he said go to the go to the site and click the big red button. Big red button. Can't miss it. So th- that alone is worth you listening to this podcast. Yeah. You know, I yeah. Think that's a big deal that imagery that happens and also anytime you see a big red button what do you have to do dude you just gotta touch it you gotta slap that sucker <laughs> send it to the to the darkness 100 percent, brother if uh if they want to follow you and and basically uh consume your content and stuff like that where can they do that linkedin's now? a spot linkedin okay. uh, slash eric stopper they gave they gave me my name thankfully really? as my url nice. yeah beautiful man well i appreciate you sitting down with me having some coffee uh we got a beautiful Beautiful background here if you're watching this on YouTube. And uh, really appreciate you coming on the show, brother. Glad to be here. So Eric, we almost forgot, but we gotta cover this. Yeah. What does legacy mean to you and what legacy do you want to leave behind? Yeah, so um, we, we were talking about the monist yeah. view of the world. Yeah. Um, ultimately, <laughs> our, our, our sun's gonna go supernova the universe is going to eventually go dark, right? right? Entropy will take over and the whole universe, we don't know what's gonna happen after yeah. that, but like legacy in a very literal sense means nothing in this blink of the human race that we have. And so I've thought a lot about like, do I even care? Like, do I wanna have kids? Do I wanna have my name on anything? Right. If like, you know, an asteroid could just take it all out at once. And, uh, and I don't necessarily need my name on anything. I don't need to be famous, um, but there's, there's one specific feat that I want to accomplish as a human being on this earth. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and it's steering towards what's called a type one civilization. Have you ever heard of that before? No. It's the, I'm going to butcher his name, but uh, it's the Kardashev model. Okay. A type one civilization is uh, the, the, the dominant species on a planet has mastered the planet. They have, they're not getting hit by meteors. They have perfectly distributed food they are able to preserve at homeostasis all the species that naturally should be living on the earth they're captains of their planet right type 2 is typically multi-planetary we've now gone to another planet we've populated it we've done the same thing and then a type 3 civilization is like we're captains of the universe we have figured out how to traverse new galaxies we're traveling through time like we've we've really like reached the pinnacle of evolution so we are a pre-type one civilization. We haven't figured all that out. We have poverty, we have inequity, we have meteors that could smoke us in a second. Yeah. So uh, part of what I wanna do to contribute to this type one civilization is uh, I would like to cap volcanoes. I have, an app, I, have a, I have this design, I have a whole bunch of iterations of this design. I wanna cap volcanoes and be able to terraform with, the, with what comes out of them. So we have, this, we have this awesome energy source that we do not use, right? It's just, it's too chaotic. We haven't figured out how to, how to cap a volcano. Well, and the, the processing would be insane, right? Right, right. So the objective is to, is to make a system that allows us to not only capture the lava that comes out and turn it into an island, but also to turn that island into a livable ecosystem where people can go and have a community and you basically build a new city that floats and you just have it out in the ocean and it's big enough, you optimize the right size for it and it's just there, not bothering anybody, floating around, maybe anchored. You planes on this? Oh, you anchor it, okay. I don't know, that's, that's kind of like where I need people smarter than me to come and to right. join in, right? To, to engineer it to happen. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've, I've had dreams literally where I've created a big, uh, it's a long answer to your question, but I've, I've created like a, like a giant stone temple around a volcano and we have like a million people on drums, like directing drum wave energy to the lava to like keep it in the air and like move it over what? into the ocean, dude. Like I had, I had this dream and it's, and it's stuck with me. And, and so like whatever I can do in my lifetime to get us to the type one civilization, uh, that is, you know, we're the, I'm this little blip in the, in the infinite, in, in the infinity of the cosmos. 
and then the next person after me is going to perfect wave capture technology and they're going to put that on my little terraformed islands and they're going to perfect you know interdimensional travel and all you know like we're just going to we're just going to keep progressing and I'd like my little piece of that to be terraforming and capping volcanoes so from lead generation salesperson hopefully to terraforming super entrepreneur I don't know that's 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 a legacy I want to there's leave behind a, there's a title for the podcast in there somewhere <laughs> No, that's, that's uh, advantageous for sure. You know what I mean? Um, I would challenge one form of thinking in that, like, okay, we, we inherently know that consciousness is infinite, mm. right? I, do you agree with that? Oh, yeah. Okay. We, if we inherently know that consciousness is infinite and we inherently know that energy is infinite, essentially, it doesn't just disappear, um, there's an argument for legacy, mm. right? Because think about all those consciousness says that you've come into contact with an influence and impacted you know what i mean they're never going to go away mm. so i think our legacy even if we do you know the sun erupts tomorrow and i'm using erupt because you're terraform <laughs> legacy um our legacy will still stand I, I i don't agree with alex hermosi's version of legacy where it's we'll all be dust someday mm. well of course we'll all be dust but our energy and our consciousness still exist yeah you know so you know, now here's here's the question because like biblically, and Ryan, you can help me out with this, but when you meet God, don't you forget your former life completely? No, no. Okay, I got that wrong. I heard that from someone, and I probably shouldn't have repeated it. So, so the so the I was raised Mormon. I'm not Mormon anymore. Yeah. The Mormons believe that uh, God was a once a man, and that he ascended and right. became a god, became God. Okay. And that this is his universe. This is his realm. He got to ha his little plot of land, I guess you could call it, all 13 billion light years of it. Right. And, uh, and that human beings have the, the divine promise that if they keep the commandments and make covenants in the temples with God, that he'll do the same thing for them and they'll be able to create They're planets right. and universes and have their own... All of it, right? They'll they'll get to follow in his footsteps. And sounds cool, but it sound, also sounds like an ego-driven concept. You know? Quite, quite the quite the legacy project, you think, right? Like I'm gonna I'm gonna ascend and, and make planets, right? And that's gonna be my legacy, and I'm gonna have infinite spiritual children for the rest of forever, and have to create a little Earth and have my son die for their sin, you know? Right? It's, this this whole thing. It's and it's uh, to the person really into that, into the religion who believes it. It's very very reassuring. Oh, I'm gonna be a god it's one day. It's almost intoxicating. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a uh, definitely a circle jerk type of <laughs> type of concept. Um, I love all my Mormons. Yeah. I love all my all my friends and family that stick in it, but uh, not for me. None for yeah. me, thanks. So, you know, there's uh, and they remember, right? Obviously, they remember once they die. And there's all this doctrine about the Earth becoming a sphere, right? Becoming a celestial kingdom after after the after Jesus comes again, mm -hmm. and. Uh, you know, so maybe there's legacy in there. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm just dead wrong. And yeah. the Mormons were right all along, like South Park said. <laughs> yeah. And that's what's going to happen. But, um, you know, the, the legacy concept, you know, let's say, that, let's say that the world fades, the universe fades, entropy right. wins, right? All this, 95% of all the store, stars that are ever going to be born have already been born, right? So right. the last 5% of them get formed, a couple billion years pass, and then they, they're gone. Right. We don't know if all of a sudden, because of that darkness, everything's going to come together into that single point again and do it again. And we're just a pulsating neuron, right? And that's what's happening in the heart of a neuron is an entire universe is born and dies and, and just read every, every blink of an eye. We don't know. Yeah. And so leaving the, leaving the Mormon church and losing all concept of, of God and, and, yeah. and path and death and all of that. Yeah, going atheist for a little bit, exploring all these concepts, man. It really like, it 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 clued me into the frivolity of it. Mm -hmm. How belief is just belief, yeah. and you got to cling to a belief because the alternative is nihilism, and nihilism will eventually lead to suicide if you're a, if you're a uh, uh, if you're a fan of any of the great nihilists. Um, and that just can't be, right? The point of life is to express and live and love and have fun, and mm -hmm. and, and you can't do that if you're dead, right? So you gotta. You got to avoid nihilism at all costs, and so uh, I, I get in this trap where, like, I'm like, well, nothing matters. I'm not going to have a real legacy, right? The universe is just going to blink out of existence one day, and so I try to I try to set a grand goal, 
and I try to just be a good dad and a good husband, you know, yeah. like when uh, uh, the, the presence of it, right? The day to day, the menial of it is the thing that really matters. That's, that's what's real. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I um, love that brother. Yeah. I love it. So, so thanks for the question. Yeah. Appreciate absolutely. that. Absolutely. Thanks for reminding me to ask the question. You know, it's funny. Like I asked that question to so many people and most of them aren't prepared for it because they don't listen to enough episodes or they don't listen to it enough. Yeah. You know? And I do the same thing when I go on somebody else's podcast. I listen to maybe 10 minutes of a few episodes just to get the vibe yeah. and understand who I'm talking to. But, uh, but yeah, you were prepared, so I appreciate that. Hey, yeah, absolutely. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Building Great Sales Teams. We appreciate it. Be sure to execute on everything that you just heard and let's get building. Before we sign off, we'd like to invite you to join our Brickyard community. Head on over to jointhebrickyard.com. Again, that's jointhebrickyard.com or click the link in the description to find out more.